Welcome, welcome, welcome back to another episode of the Action Academy podcast, the show that teaches you how to replace corporate with cash flow and helps you unlock your inner entrepreneur. My name is Brian Lubin, your humble host and guide. I left my corporate job in March of 2022 to travel full-time around the world and build my own business. And since then, I'm on a path to go from zero to $10 million a year. On this podcast, we document the wins, the losses, and the lessons along the way. Today's episode is a cash flow clip from none other than the billionaire founder of Priceline.com, Booking.com, Jeff Hoffman. He was my first billionaire interview that I ever had on the show, and him and I have since formed a friendship. Today's clip is a famous story from Jeff on how he bought his first Ferrari. And no, it is not what you think. It's not him just bragging about buying a car. This is actually a life-changing episode. And the lessons that he extracted from this process will be very valuable for you in today's episode. So as always, if you're enjoying the show, please share it with others and leave us a five-star rating and a review. Let's get to today's episodes. So I had made this childhood bet with myself uh, about... Really quick, Brian, what the story came from was when I was a kid, one of my friends bought a poster of a Ferrari, and all my buddies were over there just like ooing and aahing over this poster. And I went home and asked my mom, what's that big deal? And my mom said, what was the poster? I said, it was a Ferrari. I didn't know what a Ferrari was. I grew up in a poor single mom house. And she said, oh, the fascination is that it's the unattainable dream. And I was like, oh, I thought Ferraris were real. My mom's the Ferraris are real. It's just that neither you nor anyone you know will ever have one. And I was like, wait a minute. I thought it's a real car. And my mom's like, son, seriously. And she said, I don't want you to have unrealistic expectations. And I was like, mom, does someone drive a Ferrari? She said, yeah, a handful of people, relatively speaking, on all of Earth drive that car. But it ain't going to be you or anyone you know. And so back then, I remember thinking, that doesn't make sense. Somebody gets that drive. I don't, this isn't even about cars, Brian. I don't even want a Ferrari. What I wanted to understand was why everybody accepts that it's not going to be you. I didn't want to be told no. I didn't want the car. I just wanted to be able to buy it if I wanted. And so I said, my mom, it's never going to be you. She said, have you ever even seen one of these cars ever? I said, no, I've never seen one in real life. She said, you ain't going to drive one either. And so I went and bought the poster as a kid. And on the back of the poster, I wrote down this list of things I believed were true about the world, even though they were not what people was telling me. And I told myself then, if I am right and I can cross all 17 of these things off, the day I do that, I will go buy that car. I do, I'm not a car guy. I don't even want the car. I just want to prove that, that it can be done, right? That you are the master of your destiny. You set your limits and your goals, not everybody else. That was the point. And so the point of the story is I eventually crossed the last thing off and I went and bought this race car. And I took the car out one day. I would go on Sunday drives and it's a race car. So it was like super loud. It had this like thick glass cockpit, you know, that when you get in the car. And I was decided one day it was a Sunday morning, by the way, on 285 south of the city. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> driving out. If you're what area you live in? I'm in Atlanta, Georgia. Okay. But you in the city? Yeah. 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 Okay. So I was in Marietta. And oh, yeah. I left there, got on 285. I was going south, actually down to visit one of my good friends in Atlanta all those years was Evander Holyfield, the fighter. And Evander lives way south. So I got on 285 at five o'clock on a Sunday morning and there were no cars. Everyone's asleep. I was driving to Evander's house and I was like, man, there's no one on the road but me. And so obviously 285 around the perimeter. And I was like, I'm going to push it. 
And it's funny because the car has the switch to make it street legal. And so you can flip the switch that says race mode. And when you put it in racing mode, this little voice says, are you sure? And you have to click yes, because then it changes the torque and the suspension and it lets you drive a 200 mile an hour car. So I switch it to race mode and I take off. And I'm driving 70 miles an hour, 80 miles an hour, 90 miles. And the car's loud as hell. 100 miles an hour, then 110, then 120. And what's interesting is when I hit 130, the car went off. And I was like, oh, no, I broke the car because it just went silent. But it didn't slow down. And I was like, what the hell is going on? So I kept pushing it. And then at 140, it was loud again. And 150, I went 168 before I chickened out. But at 130 miles an hour, the car was dead silent. And I was really like, what on earth was that about? So when I got home, I called the Ferrari people and I told them the story. I said, at 130 miles an hour, why was my car silent? None of those noises. And they laughed. And the the Ferrari guy said, because your car hit resonant frequency. And I said, what is resonant frequency? And he said, we designed the car to cruise at 130 miles an hour. That is the optimal speed to drive that car. So it was resonant frequency is when something is doing exactly what it was designed to do. And I was like, so that was a, he said, that's what the concept of resonant frequency is. So when I hung up the phone, I thought, man, resonant frequency. And I remember thinking to myself, wait, what's mine? What is my resonant frequency? And and that's what I challenged the whole GoBundance community when I did you tell this story, what were you designed to do? Where were you designed? Where are you supposed to be in the world? So your resonant frequency is when you are in the place in the world you're supposed to be doing, you're supposed to be doing exactly what you're supposed to be doing. And what they said to me was every gear in that car, every nut and bolt was designed for that moment. And it was in perfect harmony. And I was like, dang, I got to figure out mine. So I went home and I wrote resonant frequency. I write stuff on the wall and stare at it. And I was like, I got to figure out what would make every gear in my life hum? What would be the place where I look around and say, this is exactly where I'm supposed to be. And I'm doing exactly what I'm supposed to be doing in the world. And how do you get to resonant frequency? And that's that sort of balance in the world where you look around and you're like, yeah, this is what I was shooting for. And so I asked myself this question. What are the gears of my engine for everybody listening to us today? What are the gears of the engine of your life? And so I started writing them down, right? Instead of pistons and valves, I wrote down your relationship with your parents is one. If you're in a big fight with your mom, you're not at resonant frequency, right? Something's Mm -hmm. bothering you. Your friends, right? Your personal relationship, boyfriend, girlfriend, spouse, whatever. Financial health is one. If you're broke and stressed over bills, you're not at resonant frequency. Physical health is one. You have a lot of money, but you're sick all the time. You're not enjoying it. Spiritual health, right? Emotional health. I wrote a list on the wall of all the gears of my engine. What are all the things that if all those gears are doing okay, forget perfection. That's a myth. But oh, doing pretty good is good enough. Then I wrote them all down, and I decided to use stoplight colors, red, yellow, green. And so I had them all on the wall next to me on the whiteboard. And I would look at them and I'd ask myself, I do this every Friday. And I would say, how am I doing? How did this week end? And for example, financial might be green. I'm fine. I'm not stressed about money right now. But parents, (laughs) that one, 
was red because I had a big fight with my mom. And honestly, I was a jerk and I need to call her and apologize. And I haven't yet. And but I haven't seen my friends in too long. I said no to the last two birthday parties and I didn't show up. And that one's yellow because they're going to get pretty annoyed at me. And so I would every Friday, I would look at the my resonant frequency list and I would make decisions. I got to go see my mom this weekend. I got to call my friends and go have dinner with them next week. Or it might be you're young and newly married and you're about to have a kid and you need a bigger place. You need a, a, a home instead of an apartment. I'm just making it up. So I got to go make money right now. So at different times, you achieve that resonant frequency by constantly, it's no different than looking at the dashboard of a car. Or if you think of a pilot, the cockpit of a plane, you're looking at all those gauges and you're attending to the one that's out of line. And when that one's fixed, Everything's humming along, and eventually you lose a little altitude, so you got to fix that one. That's how life works. But it's easier to achieve resonant frequency if you are actually conscious of the gears of your life and asking yourself, are they okay? How am I doing? And so that you look at it and say, look, I know in my heart I got to go talk to my mom this week, and that's priority one. I'll worry about the other ones next week. So that was the resident frequent story that really helped me look at how I'm managing my life. But until I had that visual from the cockpit of a car, I never had that tool set before. Hey, real quick. If you're still listening to today's episode, I'm assuming you got value from it. So I need your help specifically. My two-year vision with this show is to help over 1 million people do what they want, when they want, with who they want. And I can only do that with your help. There are two main ways that a podcast grows. One is through ratings and reviews, and the other is word of mouth. If you could please leave me a five-star rating and a review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, as well as send this to one or two friends that you think would get value from it, we can reach the people that we're looking to reach. Thanks in advance. Talk tomorrow.